I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Just break. Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host for Rocks Talks Radio. My name is Harry Harding. It is a pleasure to be with you as always. As you remember, Rocks Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and again, WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. It's been uh, some time since we've talked, and uh, since we've talked, uh, our our community and our world has been um, shaken and shattered by more. Uh, tragedy doesn't even begin to descri- describe uh, the level of uh, distress and disturbing, um, the, the, the level of, of disturbance that we were able to experience over the last couple of weeks. Um, there was a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. Many of you are aware of a young man, 18 years old, drove 200 miles to assassinate members of the community, largely black and brown faces of the Buffalo community. And we send our thoughts and prayers out to those families who are suffering from that tragedy. And, of course, those who lost their lives. And as we were trying to piece ourselves together from that, not even two weeks later, another mass shooting occurred, this time in Uvalde, Texas. Another clearly disturbed gentleman, young man, calling him a gentleman sounds too nice, entered a school, an elementary school, and murdered young children and teachers inexplicably. And, you know, with a heavy heart, uh, I, I hold today's show, um, you know, trying to sort of, again, understand why it is that we have to make sense of and try to remedy try to uh, make sense of such something that's so senseless. And I will say the one silver lining is that we know that as many disturbed individuals that are out there that go out and do these types of heinous acts, we can be assured and feel comforted by the fact that there are individuals out there, far more individuals out there, who have committed to the other way of life, which is helping others, which is being part of solutions, which is being part of helping others and taking care of the community and and preserving life and adding life. And for today's show, I have a very special guest who is one of those individuals in the community who has decided to commit to, again, helping others, has committed to being a solution-focused community and member, 
someone who is dedicated to dismantling systemic racism and racism, period. And as you've heard Rocks Talks Radio before, I'll remind you that this platform was precisely developed and curated to have the conversation about how we dismantle systemic racism, how we eliminate this cancer, this, this again, heinous and just crippling part of our human existence. And this radio show and the work that Children's Services of Roxbury, who produces this show, does is precisely designed to help eliminate that threat that we call racism. And I'm, again, fortunate today to be joined by um, someone who, again, has committed to, you know, helping that effort like Children's Services of Roxbury. Lisa is actually joining us uh, through Zoom today. Usually I have guests in the studio, but Lisa is actually not in the Boston area. She's actually joining us from where, where are you joining us from, Lisa, as a matter of fact? Yeah, I'm in the Pacific Northwest. I'm in Portland, Oregon, and I also, I'm in California, San Jose area as well. Excellent. And again, um, Lisa, and again, let me let me just make sure I get your name right. It's Lisa Petraki Merriman. Did I say that correctly? Wow, good job. Fantastic. No one ever gets my maiden name right. <laughs> That's right. It means the stone or oh, Peter's eyes. Ah. In Italian, it's, yeah. But thank you. Petraki Merriman. Very Petrock, good. Petraki Merriman. So Lisa is a professional development coach. She's a diversity, inclusion, and belonging consultant, and she coaches skill building for leadership, middle management, um, customers, and all kinds of industries. And she focuses particularly on emotional intelligence, unconscious bias awareness, and as I mentioned before, diversity, inclusion, and belonging values. Um, she has 50, she's been doing this work for more than 10 years, more than 15 years, as a matter of fact, um, where she's been designing curriculum, facilitating training, doing public speaking, I mean, she's just a, you know, a dynamo. Um, and she also has um, an extensive background in psychology um, and neuroscience. And, um, you know, again, I'm, I've, I wanted to have Lisa join us today because, again, as we again try to unpack, you know, again, this, uh, this enormous issue of, of trying to solve and dismantle racism, you know, I think it's so important that we have on this platform, again, those individuals in the community who are, again, who are doing the work. And so again, Lisa, thank you. And again, no, just so the audience knows, Lisa's actually not only joining us in short time, she's traveling and joining us on short time. This is how much of this work means to her that she's actually taken some precious time out of her uh, personal time to join us on this radio show. So again, Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Wow, Harry, thank you so much for that great introduction. And it's really an honor and a privilege to be here with you today on your amazing radio show uh, oh to talk about this crucial crucial issue of dismantling racism so yeah, yeah. i i will let i will reserve uh and i appreciate that i will reserve some of the uh amazing uh until i'll let the, I'll let the audience decide if it's amazing before i accept it but <laughs> but i accept it okay um <laughs> but uh yeah just adding a little levity to again because again we're talking about you know something so heavy lisa and um you know again so you know before we again really get into that i think it's important just I know I read your bio, but if you don't mind, just again for the audience sake, uh, share a little bit more just about who you are and you know how you got to the work that you're doing. Um, and and, and um, just a reminder, you listen to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, 
Boston's community radio station with your host, Harry Harding. And my guest today, again, is Lisa Petrocki Merriman. Uh, Lisa, again, tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got to this work. Yeah, wow. I am, first of all, I just want to say that I am a white woman of privilege and so that your audience knows. And I think in my upbringing, um, spirituality and the fact that everyone belongs was always part of my education at a Catholic school. And it was always, what would Jesus do really seriously? And sometimes that came into direct conflict with what the Catholic church may have been saying and doing. So I found my own way. And in my own way, I, um, I fell into the love of counseling and working with children in school mental health. And then for nearly 20 years, I worked in a forensic child abuse center where I was a child abuse forensic interviewer. But then for most of that time, I transitioned to uh, be one of the therapists on the team working with children, helping them recover from various forms of abuse, as well as their family members. And, you know, I really learned so much about intergenerational trauma. Mm. We worked with children and families from all socio and economic um, layers and including people new to this country, people who didn't have English as a first language. Mm -hmm. And again, it was such a privilege. And I also learned about the ways that, um, especially brown and black people have been terribly, terribly um, dehumanized. Um, but I, I really, really started to put people's human experiences with the theories about how racism is so destructive. I was actually, you know, I sat with families who didn't have a place to live or were being uh, pushed out. So I also learned how to be the best advocate I could be. Um, taking their lead, their life experience led me. Mm -hmm. So if I didn't say it already, uh, I want to say that I, I believe I also come to this work as a servant leader. Mm. Uh, I don't, necessarily always see myself as a leader, but I, I most definitely have, uh, that is in my heart. So again, people need, I, I'm really fighting for and wanting that, that people belong, everyone belongs. So Harry, that has taken me to um, form my own consultancy where I provide, yes, those other leadership skills, mm -hmm. um, but what I have chosen to do was take the trauma treatment tools that I learned and had to learn and was so grateful to learn from pioneers in neuroscience who were neuropsychiatrists working with children and families to help understand the best forms of treatment. So it's all evidence-based mm -hmm. information. So uh, I found it, I, I worked with it. I found it to be very effective for children and their recovery to restore their lives and also for their parents. Really children cope so much better as you know with your work from Roxbury Social Services that children cope when their parents or their caregivers cope as well, oh, right? Absolutely. So yeah, so I've distilled that information into mindset approaches, and I'm I also have um, trauma informed uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion trainings that I 
uh, workshops that I also introduced in my consultancy with Harvard University at their central HR. Mm -hmm. And uh, did that for about a year. Uh, we just closed the contract. And um, I really wanted to make sure, again, such a privilege to be there, that the professionals who joined into the workshops on campus, they, um, I wanted people to have the tools they needed to manage potentially upsetting emotions that might come up during the um, diversity workshops. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, people of color, people from marginalized groups and white people from the dominant culture there at Harvard did have, you know, they're a, a brilliant minds and they did have things to say and they did have experiences to talk about and they did uh, have emotions sometimes like all of us would, of course, right? Of and so um, I, um, I was able to introduce, um, a component, a self-care component that is trauma-informed, if you will, and and it really covers threat or I'm sorry, trauma responses to intergenerational forms of racism. Um, so, so I, it was really a privilege. Sorry. No, 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 no apologies necessary. I just want to pause there because again, I know that you know you're you're unpack, um, unpacking a lot of what you do, and I and I want to make sure that the audience gets a gets a full run of that. And, and in order to do that, I do want to take a break and I want to come back and I want to delve a bit more into what you do and then talk a little bit about how you believe and, and why you believe that the work that you're doing is a key and a tool in, in dismantling systemic racism. Uh, again, you're listening to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA uh, 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station with your host, Harry Harding, um, Children's Services of Roxbury. And this show today is a very special show. We're talking, again, further about how we dismantle systemic racism with my guest, Lisa Petraki Merriman, who's joining us from the Pacific Northwest, about to jump on a plane to California. And she's here to talk to us again more about how we do this. Um, but again, she is, um, you know, uh, doing the work. And we're going to learn a little bit more about that after we take a break. So, again, stay tuned for more Rocks Talks Radio uh, and uh, WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child and every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one -one mentoring relationships between child and adult helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. Sixty-three Americans a day die by gun suicide. By storing our guns safely, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo, we can give our loved ones a second chance at life. Learn more at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. Brown skin girl, skin like Best thing in the world. Never change for anybody else. Brown skin girl, skin just like pearls. The best thing in the world. 
I never charge you for anybody else singing. She says she really grew up poor like me. Don't believe in nothing but the Almighty. Just a little jeans and a pure whitey. She never dreamed for ever be nobody wifey. Yeah. She wanna me not pretty, but your heart is a mess. Play it like a villain, cause she caught in a way. Tonight I am walking away. Line to buy mine and I grind. Yeah, yeah. Tonight I might fall in love. Depending on how you owe me. I'm glad that I'm calming down. Let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fights it by falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host, Harry Harding, and I have a very special guest with me today here on Rocks Talks Radio. We have Lisa Petraki merriman who is a uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging consultant. Uh, she has been working with Harvard University recently. She also has her own consultancy that serves uh, a number of uh, uh, industries and clients, and she's growing. Part of the, the mantle and part of her mission is to help support um, breaking down systemic racism, but also helping those cope with their emotions as they deal and talk about um, intergenerational, tra- intergenerational trauma and racism in, in the workplace. And so we're going to talk, we're going to continue to talk to Lisa. So again, welcome back to uh, Rocks Talks Radio, Lisa. So we were talking before the break. We were talking a little bit about you know just who you are and kind of a little bit about the work that you do and how you got to the work. I'd love for you to delve a little bit more into why do you think this work of doing consulting around you know helping uh, you know agencies and organizations and employers and and their employees you know digest and talk about inter- intergenerational trauma, the impacts of racism. In your words, tell me why you think this work is key to dismantling systemic racism. Thank you. What a great question. Um, let me start with the mindset. So um, two years ago when um, the George Floyd murder happened and the pandemic started, I'm here in the Pacific Northwest and things were, became an inferno here and in Seattle. Uh, And I just thought there's gotta be a way to unite or have voices that can come together and and be able to listen to each other and actually learn from people from marginalized groups what they actually need and then help people from the dominant um, culture, white culture here in the US, learn how to listen and listen how to learn. Mm, I like Um, like how you phrase that. Thank you. So I'm sitting in my house isolated and I'm thinking, you know, what is boiling? It felt like things were boiling for sure, but what is the common denominator? There's got to be a common denominator. This is so familiar. What is it? It's trauma. And I thought, well, I know trauma. And there's a way now then I felt like there was a way in to help people potentially have a common ground And so that common ground I'm trying to develop in every training is helping people um, understand how their listening is affected by how they're triggered in their mind, having like an emotional or um, an amygdala hijack. You've heard of that expression before, I'm sure. So I know I've heard of it. I'm sure some of our audience may not have heard. heard. What's the amygdala hijack? Can you break that down a little bit more? 
Sure. The amygdala hijack, that is a, a, a moment in our thinking where we're going about our day, but somebody says something that ends up offending us because it is offensive, or it is something that based on our personal development and our history, it, it comes in, we internalize it as offensive. Regardless, uh, what happens is that we click into our fight, flight, uh, fawn and submit modes mm. um, and to get away. We, we consider it, we are, whole being experiences it as a threat. So um, we're in defense mode. And when the brain is in defense mode in an in amygdala hijack, no one, literally the part of your brain that learns can have empathy fellowship, um, problem solving, imagination, innovation, creation, all of those finer points of our humanity are literally offline. Shut That's down. how the neuropsychiatrists describe it. Exactly right. So what I thought is, oh, well, that is all about trauma treatment tools um, based on neuroscience. And that's what I'm going to bring. I'm committed to bringing that to uh, organizations because people are trying to be at work and do their best. And people are still at the effects of pandemic trauma, the trauma of racism. And then as you so aptly brought up at the top of your radio show today, uh, people are also in reverberation still to the terrorist attacks against people of color. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm sorry, I, I just wanted to also mention that the tools I bring walk people through how to be aware of their potential triggers, how and when to notice that they're triggered inside of themselves. Mm -hmm. It pretty much looks the same for everybody, but it could be a little different, but we all as humans have similar basic wiring, which is why I love this so much. And then also to be aware of the tools and to practice the tools. Yes. And, then, and then we have the diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging workshop material, such as anti-black racism material, microaggressions, um, privilege, all of those conversations. And at Harvard, at my experience at Harvard and other places, people are concerned with staying open for the conversation. This is where talks about how to dismantle racism become derailed is because one or both or various peoples in the group end up having a strong reaction, which is so okay and normal. Absolutely. But now how do we use the tools to get back to the conversation? So the rest of what we started, I, I like to say the rest of what Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King started in the 60s, I was just having this conversation the other day with the civil rights movement has been derailed. And I want to put the conversation back on track, giving people more information about themselves. So I also see it as personal ownership and personal responsibility to bring yourself be to be able to, to engage. Yeah. I mean, what I love, I mean, I love about what you're saying is, you know, there's two things that I underline. One is the, the approach of bringing again, science, neuroscience and psychology to this work, because again, it's, um, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion work and training is, you know, it's hot. Every, you know, organizations from across the world, big corporations, small corporations, nonprofits, the sectors everywhere 
are gravitating towards this work. And, you know, for, for obvious reasons, it's, it's necessary. And, you know, the, in light of all the recent, you know, tragedies that have happened, it's, it's seemingly everyone, everyone's mind and hearts, but bringing that again, that science and that psychology and that evidence-based practice to, um, the conversation and to the trainings, I think is so valuable. So I, I appreciate that part of what you, you shared with us. The other piece to, un to underline here is, again, you said something that's really important to underline, which is, you know, I believe fully you can't train your way out of racism, right? Even though we know these trainings are valuable, you said something, you said giving them the tools to practice, right? So yeah. oftentimes in these trainings, the trainings, people believe that the trainings are the work. And that's just not the case. The trainings provide a, a context. They provide a form for which people can learn and to be educated and to vent into all those things. But actually the work of dismantling systemic racism, the work of built, uh, of working on what has been internalized due to racism happens long after these trainings, right? It happens well after you attend these trainings and these workshops. That's where the real work starts and begins and it's iterative and it takes time and it's painful and it's powerful, but that we, we can't, walk away and we can't ignore that that's actually again the the heart and the meat of what we're really talking about the trainings and again and the workshops are just vehicles to get us to a place in which we can actually again process and and, and do the practice of the work so i wanted to just highlight that um and again how much i appreciate what it is that you're doing lisa can oh, you thank you Absolutely. You're listening again once again to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host, Harry Harding. My guest today is Lisa Petraki Merriman, who is a, a diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging consultant. Um, she's doing work at Harvard. She's been, you know, uh, bringing again some neuroscience to this work. Also, um, you know, again, just someone who's committed and, and, and compassionate about this work. And I appreciate her for coming on today's show to can talk about again how this work and how what she does in particular helps us dismantle systemic racism you know lisa we're actually coming up on the on the end of today's show which you know again we could be talking about this stuff for hours because there's so much to unpack but as we wrap up what i'd like to just ask you first if people want to find out more about the work that you do and you know just learning more about the deib work how can they find out more information about that lisa Oh, thank you for asking. Um, I am at, um, you can reach me at my email. My, the name of my consultancy right now is Align Neuro Wellness at Work. And my email is A-L-I-G-N-N-W at gmail.com. Thank you. No, thank you again for your time. Again, I know you're on short time. Again, I keep mentioning it, but again, I just I'm mentioning it because I appreciate how much you, again, prioritize this conversation, um, even in the middle of on travel. Um, again, being on the West Coast, you're not even in the same zip code, but you just said I want it made it made you wanted to prioritize this, and I appreciate that. Um, so again, thank you for your time, Lisa. Um, I, I hope to invite you back for, again for a part two, part three, part twelve of this conversation because again, oh, yes, we could talk about this stuff forever. Um, but again. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this is Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Again, I'm your host for Rocks Talks Radio. My name is Harry Harding. I'm the vice president of innovation and strategic partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury, the agency who brought you today's show of Rocks Talks Radio. So again, always a pleasure to be with you. We know that this is heavy. We know that this stuff is uh, uh, it's, it's, it's powerful and it, and it resonates. But again, that's why we're doing it because it's painful. 
And because we know that we need healing and there are, again, people in the world and there are organizations in the world like Children's Services of Roxbury, there are individuals in the world like Lisa who are doing the work to help us heal. And we have to acknowledge it and we have to amplify those voices. And again, that's what Rocks Talks Radio is about. So I thank you for joining us. I thank you for being part of it. We'll see you next time on Rocks Talks Radio. It's been a pleasure as always to host today. Thank you all for listening.